fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's Saturday. It is. This is the first Saturday show of the Hotbox Podcast, episode nine. Nueve. Almost. <laughs> almost <laughs> to ten. This is great. Uh, I like your banner there. Thank you. Uh, we need to fix the little paint smudge there. That's kind of messing yeah. with me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll that, fix it. I think that's nice. Hey, I mean, it's not bad for, like, you know, working on most of it at work. I got <laughs> I got to the clinic, and she's got, like, all this burlap, and I'm like, what the fuck is that for? <laughs> she's like, dude, we got to make banners, because we're, uh, there's going to be We're moving on up. Moving on up to we've the gotta east We've got to become, you know, we've got to put our mark on everything. I like that. Yeah. That looks good. We need big stencils so that we can go around town and just, like, hit walls real quick. I know, right? Make some Definitely. Make some nicer ones. I think it's not too bad for by hand. I know it. It's handcrafted, made in Montana. See that? Right there, Montana grown. <laughs> awesome. Uh, 406-204-4687. If you want to give us a call and say, hey, happy Saturday. Uh, we got our video done. One of them, the first one, hotboxpodcast.com slash YouTube. Uh, it's the first video response. It's Sandy here telling the, uh, the listeners exactly what those other people just got completely wrong. Well, yeah, it's our response to the safe community, safe kids people and their videos. Right. I mean, we tried to leave comments, but they wouldn't let those up. So we're like, well... We better make a YouTube response. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, right? This is the first one. I'll answer a few questions in the next one, and then uh, we'll see what's what. I and, think uh, it turned out really kind of cool. Yeah, for a Windows Movie Maker. Good still, editing. Still having that glitch, that awesome glitch that if you hit publish and you didn't like close it first, it just totally freezes and crashes. Yeah. And if you didn't save your thing, that's it. That's Uh-oh. the end of it. And if you turn it back on, it'll ask you. It's like, hey, I know I, I effed up, but do you want to recover what you were working on? And you're like, oh, super awesome. Yeah, I do. And you hit OK. It's like, nah, nope, just kidding. So it asks <laughs> you for done. a mulligan, and then it denies it. Yeah, and then it, it totally, yeah, Indian giver. Horrible. Horrible. So uh, hotboxpodcast.com slash video also will take you to a, a page. We'll start putting more videos up. And, uh, yeah. So what's up? Well, you know, not a whole lot. Just been working on stuff for our roach market. That's getting right. Getting that going. September 18th. Yeah. Mark that down. Yep. Mark it down. We're already looking at having booths from people, you know, and, and places outside of our little can, local area. Can we get the mayor to come down and, like, sit in one of those dunk tank things and have people pay me money? That would be a dream come true. Water? No. <laughs> that would be a dream come true. Wait. I don't think Mayor Fisher would go for it. We'll though. wait until she's up for re-election. We'll be like, you want? Do you want the weed smoke vote? <laughs> Here's what you gotta do. On top of this list of demands we've uh, created, <laughs> you also have to sit in the dunk tank <laughs> at Roach. <laughs> Roach Fest. Yeah. What, what are we calling it? Roach. The meat? Roach Market. Roach Market. Okay, got it. It's like the Android Market, but with roaches with with roaches right he so there's a what is this tommy chong 
documentary oh thing yeah here. i just wanted to talk about that for a quick minute can i read what the wave says <laughs> we use uh google wave to to get all our stuff together a little behind the scenes here and we write like little notes about the story like oh look at this guy what a dummy you know stuff like that <laughs> and she writes aka tommy chong documentary operation pipe dreams that c word mary beth buchanan (laughs) well she is the c word what why why was she being all c wordy well okay mary beth buchanan started out in pennsylvania right she was a mayor there and then when september 11th happened and unfortunately a plane landed there in our backyard hit her (laughs) right she got a little more popular huh and so she ended up working her way on up and good old Mr. Ashcroft promoted her up into a Oh, we have a that guy on, yes. on the back cam one there. Yes, I don't know if you guys can yes. See yeah, he's responsible for the uh, the way the war on drugs is right now. He's really put a lot that into that fault. after Mr. A hole. Mm. Yeah, mm. but he promoted Miss Mary Beth up to a city or I mean not city attorney, but US uh, U.S. prosecuting attorney. attorney. Yeah, attorney general. Attorney general. That's what it was. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. So anyways, she gets promoted up into that, and she wants to, of course, you know, make an impression on everyone now that she's in politics, and she's a big girl now, wearing big girl pants. Do you think this is a case of what we were talking about earlier, where, like, at the top... If there's any girls at the top, they had to yeah. S a lot of D's to get oh, there. Oh, probably, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. But um, she decided that she wanted to spearhead this campaign to get all of the um, marijuana smoking accessories a little right. less Operation easy. Operation Pipe Dreams. Operation right. Pipe Dreams. I remember and that. Yes. Her number one goal was to take down Tommy Chong because he had a company called Tommy Chong Glass. Right. They sold... Um, tobacco accessories. We had a Tommy Chong Zong once. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. They are cool, but they I can't ship to certain states. Right. That's why I live here in Montana. Yeah. So Operation Pipe Dreams helped set Mr. Tommy Chong up. Right. And they busted him. Mm-hmm. And he pled down. Um, he got nine months in jail um, so that his wife and his son didn't have to serve any time. That was nice of him. Yeah, you know, but she, of course, in all her seedness. Right. Her seawardiness. Her seawardiness. She, you know, when she finally had to step down, she said her biggest regret was allowing him to get away with only doing nine months. Uh, buh, 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 buh. Yeah, because we all know how dangerous it is to sell a tobacco Wait, accessory. Like, that's your biggest regret ever? Like yeah. in life or just in like your political career well no that's like her biggest regret Ever. she said that, i wow. guess so she didn't specify i wish that would have been my biggest regret in life oh he just he only got nine months but you know well it was funny because when when tommy chong was told that mary beth considered him her regret he said i'm honored to be mary beth's only regret now does she regret going after me or does she regret that i never got enough time i tend to think she wishes she never heard my name 
I have become her legacy. Mary Beth Loose Cannon is now looking for a job. <laughs> she blew her last job busting me. Karma is so sweet. She's looking for work while Cheech and I start our second multi-million dollar tour thanks to the publicity she created for us. Right. Thank you, Mary Beth. May you find peace and happiness in your search for your soul. <laughs> uh, that's what I really enjoy that aspect of people that smoke weed as opposed to people that drink alcohol because people that smoke weed will be like just so passive aggressive towards you mm-hmm. that you will start crying and you won't even know why you'll be like why am i crying all of a sudden and then we we'll just walk away yeah right love it so you know he i mean he's handling it great and he's actually become even more rich thanks to her going after him right i mean it says in the court <laughs> deposition that one of the reasons th- why they targeted him was because of his movies really yeah we're they going after he, you because of your movies. Yeah, they felt that sir? he poked fun at law enforcement and the drug well, war, and ev- and they did. But have I you mean, seen law law enforcement? Has anybody heard of free speech? Well, that too. But I mean, have you seen law enforcement lately? Well, you know, yeah, it parodies itself. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, and he's you know all done. That was quite a while ago, wasn't it? Like in oh seven or oh eight or something. Yeah, he served the time, and know. they did a they did a tour and everything. But yeah. if you watch the documentary, aka Tommy Chong, yeah, if you watch it, it's really cool because he actually did a comedy tour on his way to jail. Are he they made still- some stops. Is it good though, or are they still doing like the same? Like, look at us, we're smoking an incredibly large joint. Ha 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 ha. No, it's. It, have it's, they progressed? <laughs> they, I mean, he still sounds like Chong. Well, yeah, I mean, that, you can't take uh, yeah. that away. No, that's And fun. actually, one of the community service things he had to do was make a video about salsa dancing and how <laughs> you should get high on life <laughs> instead of getting high on drugs. And the funny thing is, they kept trying to push him to act like Tommy Chong. The whole time, his stoner image. They're like, you just got out of jail, but we're going to need you to go ahead and be that guy again. We Wait, no, we're not trying to trick you. I promise. We're not going to put you in jail for this. Mm-hmm. We just need you to... Yeah, they were like, can you be more funny? Can you bring some comedy into it? And he's like, you guys, you just got, just got mad out. at me for being that person, and yeah. now you want me to do it to help you make videos? No, we want, you to, we want you to act like you're doing Yeah, it. We don't want you to do it. This is fake weed. This is K2. I got a hookup. I know a guy. All the oh, K2 yeah. you want. Yeah. All day. Oh, my. All day long. Thanks. Thanks for that. Anytime. But so, I just thought the documentary was really cool, so... I think everybody should try watching it because it really does show how they... What's it called? A.K.A. Tommy Chong. Word. Can I tell you something? What? You know who Lindsay Lohan is? Yeah. Like, just just Um, bear with me. Yeah. (laughs) Did you read that she's trying to open up a rehab (laughs) place? Oh, no. Lindsay Lohan wants to open up a rehab isn't that kind of based on that saying, those who can't do teach? <laughs> right, right. Or two wrongs won't get you out of jail any sooner. So does she think if she opens up the rehab, they'll just say, oh, okay, thank uh, you. You I'm can thinking, go now. I think, personally, I think she thinks that she's just going to open up this rehab and live there. And then when all her stupid celeb friends, because it's going to be catered, of course, towards. Oh, of course. Right, of course. So I think she thinks that it's going to be like super awesome pajama party all forever. 
oh with drugs. my god we have doctors i hired doctors prescriptions that's right we have a whole pharmacy here <laughs> in a, uriah, just, uriah says was. in other news jeffrey dahmer wants to open up a restaurant <laughs> I, I know it's <laughs> right that's what i'm saying that is what amazing. a loony Oh, some people's children. Speaking of some people's children, did you hear the news? Is it the happy fun news? <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face. Do you guys remember that dude we've always been talking about that's just like... He's not very high on our list. The JC. JC. What would JC do? Well, he went and got himself arrested. <laughs> <laughs> It was only a matter. It was only a matter of time, right? Yeah, but you know what? The funny thing is that we, <laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't get busted like walking down the street with like a pound of pot or anything like no, that. He didn't get busted like you know in his dispensary. He didn't get busted forging. Do- well, he did get busted for that. But Burger Seventy Seven says kid touching. Kid touching? Uh, no. no, no, no. No, Not actually, that I've seen. he he threw a temper tantrum. <laughs> He threw a temper tantrum in the and middle of an automotive you, store. You have to throw a pretty epic temper tantrum to get arrested for it. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> oh, dude, I saw that when it came out and I was like, no way. I couldn't write this if I wanted to. I know, it's this too is so perfect. amazing. Uh, the sometimes controversial founder of the Montana Caregivers Network pleaded not guilty in municipal court on Tuesday to two misdemeanor charges indirectly related to marijuana. They had to throw Just that in so it's in the first paragraph. He did have his retardedly big pipe with him. His leprechaun what pipe. What is that? Is it glass? I think it's a leprechaun pipe. I would be so scared of like breaking it while I held it. in. My- it's like this long. And it's just a str- like a, just a big long pipe. It's it's weird. like a straw coming it's off like a he bowl. Would turn it. He would pull out the end, and it would be a sword, and he would fight you with it. That's what it reminds me of. Like he has a big holster on his back and stuff that it just sits in, and when he senses trouble, he's like, Whoosh! I totally see that. <laughs> it's horrible. In every so- picture of him that I've seen, he's always holding it like this, like he's all like. Pondering life, the universe, and everything. (laughs) I'm so deep. (laughs) I'm as deep as my pipe is ridiculously large and d baggy. Uh, He 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 was arrested in an auto repair shop. (laughs) He was eventually charged with misdemeanor counts of criminal mischief and disorderly conduct, aka throwing a little baby temper tantrum. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fix my car. I smoke pot. I'm going to smoke some now until you fix my car. <laughs> the 35-year-old adult was jailed for about 30 minutes on Monday evening before posting bond. Of course, his company's made millions, millions of dollars. For um, a pothead, that's pretty good. Uh, uh. Missoula Police Sergeant Bob Bucci said... Chris Chris was arrested after an incident at the automotive clinic. Is that weird that they call that a clinic also now? Like everything's like all it's getting clinically. Everything's clinical. Everything's clinically depressed right now. <laughs> uh Bucci said Chris previously had some work done on his car at the shop. 
on the Chris mobile. On the what, Chris. what does Jason Chris, founder of the Montana Caregivers Network, drive? It's a Prius, isn't it? I have a feeling it's like a lowrider hoopty <laughs> with the little dingle, dingle balls. balls. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, during the discussion, Chris apparently started to smoke marijuana. He was unhappy with the work done on his car, so he went over there to talk to them about it and smoke weed. <laughs> wow. Hey, I'm I'm going to smoke weed in your uh, automotive repair store. While so. I cry about my car. While I cry. I'm so stressed. I need, I, need, I need to smoke. I'm going to smoke. Whooshing. <laughs> And then, it's and like then, a superhero know, for totally. like our tards. D bag. <laughs> um, basically, they took issue with him smoking weed on the property. Said Bucci. Things sort of degenerated from there. With, of course, a lot of yelling and or name calling. I love that they included name calling. Yeah. Do you think he was like stopping his being like calling them yeah. big meanies and yeah. duty heads? I'm just gonna lay on the floor and smoke pot until you fix my car. <laughs> I can totally see that. <laughs> Uh, the disorderly, well, (laughs) Jesus Christ, during the disagreement, he allegedly ripped an automotive manual, Bucci said, like in half? Probably like, I don't know if he could do it in half, he probably just like ripped some pages out and like Uh, threw them up like confetti. I was thinking he like, he, okay, he, he gets upset, whooshing, pulls out the pipe, packs it, smokes, and then like starts just shredding like phone books. But see, oh, I'm trying to figure out how did he do both? Like, did he hold his pipe in between his knees it while goes in he the did holster, it? Dude. Oh, he put he, it back. He's got to have a holster. He resheathed it. <laughs> totally got to. I. <sighs> what are you doing? Would you do that? Would you like cause any kind of just over the top noticeable public? You know, even though I, even though I'm legal, I don't, I don't like to bring attention to myself in public places. Low key. I mean, I'll talk if I need to, but I'm not gonna like whip out a pipe and start smoking and like crying. I'm so stressed out right now. I gotta smoke. I gotta smoke. I mean, I'll leave the grocery store early, but I won't like light up in the frozen foods aisle or anything. You know, maybe once I get on the highway. I mean, I've argued with people in the store too, and I went home and smoked afterwards and bitched about it. But I mean, and complained about it. My bad. And just beat about it all day. Yeah, yeah. So the disorderly is for basically disturbing the peace and being a disruptive D-bag, Bucci said. Uh, reached on his cell phone Wednesday, Chris handed the phone to his babysitter, Chris Arnonson, who handles... They don't let him talk anymore. No, <laughs> who handles public relations, a.k.a. make sure this guy doesn't throw any more baby temper tantrums uh, for the MCN. Quote, the reason this is being written about is the connection between Jason and the organization. So I'm answering the questions now because clearly Jason can't be trusted to do that. That's that's not that's not really why, though. That's they were they've been looking for a way been doing this, though, purposefully trying to get I think. I think he was trying to get stories written about him. That's why he does it. Like, I do you think have he wants to, to be a martyr. Right. Well, now, I mean, you, He's you not. got... No, you're <laughs> You got martyred for throwing a temper tantrum. That's not... That's not that's being not, a martyr. No, that's not at I all. mean, if he was, like, at an anti... Like, a pot protest, and he was, like... He was at the car. himself to something, and there was, like, this big, like, brave heart moment where yeah, he screams right. freedom and then I goes to prison. Blah, blah. 
I mean, that's being kind of a martyr for the cause. Right, exactly. Crying about your car in an automotive shop <laughs> what, and then hey. smoking because of it is not being a martyr. What do you think happened to his car that it was in the auto shop? Like, do you think he was totally, like, texting while driving and just pushed it into the curb or something? Arrive alive. Don't text and that's drive. Right. <laughs> I've seen those signs oh everywhere now. They've made their way here, not just up in oh, Well, they're West even Glacier. lit up now. That's right. People need to know that. You people are not coordinated enough to text and or drive at the same time. Some of us can. Some of us can just talk to our phone, though. That's totally different. It's totally different. Yeah, those of us that can avoid droids. That's right. (laughs) Uh, My understanding is that it's basically a misunderstanding between two people. Uh, We really can't say much more than that at this point, and we look forward to the case being resolved. I'm sure they do. Textbook PR Oh yeah. is what that is. He's a professional. That's why they hired him. Jason does stupid stuff. Example right here. (laughs) You're going to need a lawyer on retainer Uh at all times. He he does. Very much so. So, uh, there was a dispensary in Bozeman... That got robbed. Yeah. What happened? Well, it looks like the um, uh, Thursday night at the Soul Tonics uh, provider on West College Street, the glass on the front window was shattered by a burglar who broke into the store sometime between Tuesday night and Wednesday morning and stole an undetermined amount of marijuana. Okay, let me cut in here really quick. Please, interject. Okay. In my clinic... I keep all of my um, product locked in a very secure safe, as I think most clinics do. Right. Um, I mean, dude. Did they get into a safe, or was this stuff actually like left <laughs> somewhere for was, someone to get? It was in nice little labeled jars. So oh, you so know they what knew what they wa- were taking exactly. home? Totally. Oh, well, I guess, you know. Yeah, well. Um. So anyways, it's the second burglary case involving a medical marijuana facility in Bozeman in less than a week, police said. Mm. The first case involved a medical marijuana facility near West Cox Street and took place (laughs) early Monday morning. (laughs) Bozeman Police Sergeant Steve Crawford saw a man walking on the 1800 block at 3 a.m. carrying a grow light, (laughs) electric ballast, and a stereo amplifier. Okay, a ballast <laughs> you is took a stereo. That is a dick thing to do. You took the man's stereo. And oh. the ballast is heavy. How is he carrying all of this yeah. stuff? It's a lot of stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Oh wow. What? <laughs> a light, a ballast, totally and a stereo trucking amplifier. Down, trucking down the street like this, just holding it all, trying not to break it. And when they stopped the man, he ran. Like, did he drop everything? Oh, and you go? had to. Have, you would have had to just like tossed it in the air. Lands on the cop. You get away. Chance numero uno. And says Sergeant Crawford's subsequent investigation revealed that Seymour had forced entry into a nearby residential medical marijuana facility and stole the items. Does Uh, Seymour know that he can go to a store and buy his own? Most people should. (laughs) Somebody should tell him that. I just told him that. Yeah, yeah. Seymour. Thank you. Seymour. You need to... See more shops legally and stop robbing them. Okay. So. Yeah, he needs <laughs> to learn. And I mean, a ballast. Those are heavy. Yeah. 
Um, so it goes on to say that a story employee declined comment on the burglary Thursday at the Soul Tonic. And the store's owner was unavailable. However, the shop's lawyer said burglaries of medical marijuana businesses are no different than break-ins to any legitimate business like a liquor or jewelry store. That is a good That is very true. And a story I read from Denver actually pointed out that in a matter of two weeks, they had had like 10 robberies of medical marijuana clinics. In that same amount of time, though, 14 banks were robbed in the same area. And within two days, two more banks had been robbed. Money's not drugs. Yeah, see, it's not illegal. I mean, they actually say banks are more vulnerable than most medical marijuana clinics because the people working there are usually so paranoid that you have to jump through booby traps to get to anything. (laughs) They have like the shotgun (laughs) aimed at the door. If you don't put in the code, that's it. Yeah, right? But it's it's weird that they... It's different because it goes from being a legal medicinal herb, but as soon as the thief steals it and has it in his possession, it becomes an illegal drug. Yeah. An illegal substance to possess. Exactly. So it's... I don't know. There's not many things that are kind of in both, you know, categories, I well, guess. Well, I mean, I guess if you're running a medical marijuana clinic, first you should have all of your stuff locked in a very secure location. You <laughs> like a very safe, good security. Yeah. Cameras. cameras. Laser. Lasers. Yeah, perimeter alarms. Peri- that's right. Gun 50mm turrets on all four sides. Motion sensors, night vision. Sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. Freaking laser beams. And a billion dollars. That's right. Um... So, you know, I just think that a lot of these robberies, though, they really focus on them because, of course, it gives bad press to marijuana. Well, right. They never point out who else got robbed that day. Like if you put a jewelry store in the middle of the ghetto, it's never going to get robbed. Right. Like a liquor store won't get robbed. Exactly. In the same spot. Why do you have weird bars all over your building? Oh, because you get robbed. Well, I mean, it's it's it just comes back to humanity all over again. As long as we're human, bad stuff will happen, no That's matter right. what we do. We do bad things. You cannot so take the criminal your- element out of anything because everything has a criminal element in it. Religion, politics, business, everything has That's right. We criminals. used to steal cigarettes and Mad Dog 2020 when we were kids. So, mmm. Yay. We never stole <laughs> weed. We bought it. Legitimately, I I've never stolen weed. That's right, stolen cigarettes and gummy bears. You remember they they always had like the the penny gummy uh-huh. bears, and you're like they're like you can go ahead and count. Them. You're like oh really? And I still like, remember two. I mean one, two. Yeah, right. Drug fair had those big candy bins in the front. Oh man, I remember drug fair. They, yeah, they are no more. No. They've been gone for a long time. Well, and the the cop here says that this is about opportunity. Some people have the impression that people can commit these sorts of crimes with immunity. They think police are going to under-investigate them. That would never happen. No, it's marijuana. That's right. We will, if anything, we're going to over-investigate it. 
to the fullest. Find out who you are. Put That's you on right. trial in your front of family, the Supreme Court. Put your babies on trial. Break out all the windows in your house I'll while put, we bust I'll, in. I'll put your mama on trial. Yeah, <laughs> don't <laughs> on put everybody on the stand right. against you. Uh, police do, though they say, take the rights of these medical marijuana patients seriously and will protect them. And there is definitely there is cops out there that are like all about it. There are, yeah. I mean, there's even the law there, enforcement. There's cops out there smoking it, right? Well, I mean, if they're cardholders, exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. And there's yeah. also there's, LEAP, yeah. the Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. We should that's a group of officers that's actually against the war on drugs, and they openly speak out about it. Oh, yeah. I met them at Hempfest. They have, yeah, Seattle. they have issues yeah. with the prohibition because they see firsthand. Dude named Jack it's or not, it's not, there's no purpose to it. We should it. interview it's, those guys. Yeah, we should. Those guys are cool. They are. <laughs> so, well. Uh, it's going to happen. It happens. Go to news.google.com and type in Oxycontin and search. And look, every story isn't about how Oxycontin's saving lives. It's about how pharmacies are getting robbed by fools with notes and gun handles. And well, and you know what's funny is when I was reading this story, I went in and I Googled to try to find statistics on marijuana robberies. Right. I can't find them. Well, I mean, yeah. I can find links to where it'll tell me like how many people are in jail for marijuana, but I can't find anything that says just how many robberies have occurred in a certain area compared to other things. Right. It's harder to find stories about that than it is to find stories about how many pharmacies and stuff have been robbed because right. there's so it's many of them. It's one word search. Yeah. Berger says, should be worse than normal robbery. You're robbing a pharmacy-like place. It's like robbing a church. You kind of, even though you know it's all total BS, it feels weird because you're in, you're surrounded by like 200 people that all think it's for real and you're like, well, uh, hmm. <laughs> it's it's weird, you know. Well, anything theft is wrong i mean just work for what you want and i have people that come in unless you're robin hood that theft totally condoned especially in the new the new remake of it remake i don't condone number that. four i don't condone remaking movies five times <laughs> i like the cartoon with the fox oh yeah when the fox was robin hood that was cool so well good luck uh the next story here this is about the city kind of going back on the medical marijuana ban yep, near yep. schools, the school zones. Yeah, in Missoula, actually, they reversed their ruling on medical marijuana facilities being allowed near schools. Right. And that's kind of odd because, I mean, nobody's done that. But um, they actually had a reason behind it. It says this week, the Missoula City County um, Office of Planning and Grants reversed a policy it enacted in April prohibiting medical marijuana businesses near schools, citing a miscommunication between OPG and the city <laughs> attorney, Jim Nugent. OPGs? Yeah. Word. G. Jim Nugent? Yeah. Is that Ted's brother? The Nuge. The Nuge man? The Nuge. The Nuger? <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy who looks just like the Nuge. Really? Seriously. He's way cool. <laughs> I, I think love I've him. I've seen that guy. <laughs> but um, the Indy first reported on the backdoor prohibition last year and quoted OPG's Weak. interim director, Mike Barton, <laughs> as saying Nugent directed the department to ban cannabis businesses within 1,000 feet of Missoula, roughly 30 elementary and primary schools. At Nugent's instruction, OPG created a map blotched with about 3,000 acres worth of green circles representing Whoa. where pot shops were off limits. So this is like, give them an inch and they take a, a uh -huh. whole map full? Pretty much, a yeah. A Google map full of? 
That's messed up. Like, what did they actually look at the map and see what they were like? What was this stuff near? Like, we know there's not that many schools. You're lying. Now, what don't you want our pot? It was all their houses. They're like, I don't want one near my house. And the guy's like, Well, if you can do that, I don't want one near my house either. And they just kept putting like green dots on the map till they were covered (laughs) it all up. Well, we'll just leave this little this little white triangle right here. Let's give them. The other side of the tracks. Yeah, yeah, right. None of us live over there. Ugh. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> Says it turns out that Nugent never intended for OPG to ban cannabis businesses near schools. Barton learned that Tuesday morning. He drafted a letter um, to controversial marijuana advocate Jason Christ, founder of well, Montana Caregivers Network. There's your problem, dude. He's in jail. I don't know if anyone told you or not, but he won't be getting back to you. Well... He's out now, but he's probably not going to be getting back to you. Yeah, he's well. He's his trying, babysitter might. He's trying to open a clinic up near a school, and so well, his and business see, license got rejected. I'm not. I don't. I don't feel that we should be having them inside schools, like the lunch thing and then the the weed shop. Not but, inside schools, and I can understand maybe having like a perimeter because I would want that for pharmacies and bars too. Right. I mean, those they're kids. You shouldn't. You know. I mean, there should be a distance from those things. That's right. If they want those things, they're going to have to walk to get them. So there. And if you still want them by the time you get there, well, then I don't know what to tell you. I just I just think I'm that sorry, your it's, life is so sad. <laughs> it, you know, they reverse the ban. So we'll see where they go now, because, of course, there's going to be some unhappy people that are like, why are you letting them near our children? Right. Because they forget that they're supposed to raise their children as parents, of course. Mm. But, well, oh well. What do you do? I can't really do a whole lot. So, they're going to... Do people already have shops opened up, like, before this had happened? And then when they banned it, those shops had to close? And now they're reversing it, so they're like... We were just kidding. You guys can come back in From, here. I don't know if I've heard of any shops having to get closed down in Missoula because they're still kind of in this in-between spot where they're trying to figure out what all they're going to do. Right. There are functioning businesses in Missoula that are actually really, I mean, prosperous. They're making it far. I mean, Zoo Mountain is There's, an example. Well, they have a larger population, too, to reach out to. Well, and they're there. a college town, too. Which, I mean, I'm not saying all college kids smoke pot, but... Yeah, but there's a good amount that, you know... You're in sports or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean happens. they they they've got. I mean, I'm sure that there's something. I mean, opiate use is up 400 percent. So <laughs> why not? Yeah, I you mean, know? you know. So well, that's that's good. I guess I don't know. Uh, the next one here. What is this about New Jersey? The corporate takeover of medical marijuana planned. Yeah. Who is planning to corporately take over the weed? It well, okay. Did you tell them that was us? <laughs> no. Okay, because no. we're still in the planning phase of taking over medical marijuana. Yeah, the beginning stages, right. yes. So we've got to intercept. I wouldn't want to leak intercept. any information about oh, no. us our, and, and our plans to take over. Nobody knows med- about our plans. Right. right. Nobody knows. I mean, I haven't told anybody. Did you? No. You didn't tell anybody, did you? No. Okay. I wouldn't do that. Better not. No. Okay, so Governor Christie uh, in New Jersey and the legislator recently delayed the state's medical marijuana law into 2011. Now it seems the extra time was needed for New Jersey to orchestrate the first state and corporate takeover of a local medical cannabis industry. 
Governor Christie's amendment concept seems simple on the surface. Grow all the marijuana <laughs> at one location, uh, distribute it to the hospital. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, they should stock some for sure, because when I'm in the waiting room, man, let me tell you about painful waiting. Well, I mean, I can understand, like, thinking, okay, you maybe should have we a blaze have room it. In, in the hospital. You have your surgery rooms, your waiting rooms, here's your blaze room. Someday, Enjoy. maybe. Someday. <laughs> they, they, they don't let a whole lot happen in the hospital. They make they that give you They give you BS acupuncture. What's that? You can poke me with needles and pretend like we're freeing energy, but I can't smoke weed and for real get high and relax. They have chapels in there, but if I yeah. were to sit down What's and say that? that I was Rasta and it Where's was part my... of my belief system, That's they right. wouldn't let me. That's right. Burger says, but they let priests near their kids. <laughs> The ones who don't yes, know better do. do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I mean, I can understand, like, the concept, but, I mean, I think that the way it's coming across in New Jersey is they're trying Hostile to keep it corporate. corporate yeah. takeover. Exactly. Right. They're this is not OCP. Make- this is the early stages of OCP from the RoboCop movies. This is it. The Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> every mad scientist, crazy, power-hungry corporation, every cool or awful movie you've seen. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's, She's been watching them and, like, taking notes. Like, I'm going to do this. Well, it's hor. I mean, it's not horrible. I mean, it... They're letting some nonprofits start up, but they're not letting any like individual people, you know. So they're kind of taking it out of the hands of, uh, you know, just working why people. Don't, why doesn't somebody get together and divide up marijuana as a whole into different fields? And then when you have your different fields, you find the smartest MFer in that field to be the professor. We, as the people, you're the professor. You're elected. Now teach. And then we go to the next field. Okay, botany, genetics, whatever. Who's the dude that's doing this? And then you got like five people raise their hands. All right, you guys are now teachers. And then it can just be its own governed thing. Why don't we just do that? Let's do that. <laughs> Let me know when it's done. That's a good idea. I do still it. think that... Reed University. There it is. Do it. I think that um, cities should open up at least one clinic that they can use the profits from to help fund their... Sure, you can things. have two, depending on your population density. I think, that, they, I mean, population I think density. that cities do need to try to figure out how to help the population benefit from it, whether it's to get money for schools, hospitals, whatever. <laughs> Burger, but, Burger says, I saw my friend today giving their kids some of that homeopathy stuff. Wanted to say something, but they were drinking and didn't want to get into an argument. <laughs> uh, you, did, you know they would. He's like, this is my homeopathic beer. <laughs> it's au natural. It's organic. And I will punch you because I'm drunk. That means it's safe. That's right. I give it to my kids. I think that the cities need to, but they also need to make it available to working people so that, you know, there are people out there that can become entrepreneurs. They can start something. They can go somewhere That's with right. it. You know, and so New Jersey is taking really, that away from people. I you think. can get really good at, you know, doing what you're doing if you're given the resources and the time and not having to hide in a closet. Well, yeah. If you have the talent, you should be able to run. You with should it. have a full blown research laboratory. I mean, with you which know, to work in. 
they, they I think the system is just a little screwed up. I think she's kind of being greedy and she's she's running with something. You know what I heard once? What? Somebody once told me F the system. <laughs> okay. Don't let the man keep you down. That's right. And this is a good case of that. Exactly. So New Jersey is going to have to wait until 2011 before people and wait a sec. get their medical marijuana. What's the mob doing? I thought y'all like ran Jersey. The bricks? What, what are you no, guys No, they doing? all got arrested and shipped out. There's no more mob there? I don't know. Probably not. There was a Jeez. story on MSNBC a couple weeks back about how they arrested a bunch what? of mob people. What are we doing, guys? I don't know. Where's the mob? They're all gone. I'm really, honestly, I am surprised the mob hasn't gotten all up in this medical marijuana movement. <laughs> they have some good resources, you know? Well, that's probably because there's some other people out there that are good at what they do, and they're growing some stuff the mob can't. That's true, huh? Yeah. Mob's got big, fat, greasy fingers. Everybody it's thinks that... It's hard to be a gardener with fat, greasy fingers. Everybody thinks that legalizing or decriminalizing is going to allow the drug cartels to all run it, and they forget that if a work like if everybody could grow pot and sell it the drug cartels wouldn't have nobody to sell it to yeah we've got it under control thanks yep. you know they would do that back in the day when we were younger like they would there would just be a whole bunch of weed and everyone would have it and then like they wouldn't sell as much because everyone had it so they would just totally stop everything and like we'd go for like three weeks almost a month with no weed at all and nobody could find it and it totally sucked and then they bring it in again it's like boom money cha-ching everyone's like oh thank you it's like it's your fault that that happened in the first place d it's supply and demand. Yeah, but I think if it's legalized, the prices will probably go down some. Unless they tax the holy sea out of it. Yeah, but you know what? I think that to an extent there needs to be a tax on it because that's what's going to help, you know. A bit, but I'll tell you what, I'm not paying 10 bucks for a pack of weed. Dude, if you go to Idaho, if you go to Idaho, they are a tax stamp state. That does not mean that you can legally carry it there. Right. But it means that, you know, you can get a tax stamp for it there. Who but would you go to talk to about procuring a tax stamp? You have to go to their, like, weights and measures or something like uh, that yeah. office. The and they actually had to make a law that says that the police couldn't wait outside to arrest people when they exit after getting their stamps because, it, I mean, pot's illegal there right so it's kind of an oxymoron that they allow yeah, the stamps that, it's weird you and then like in nevada if you go there you have to pay a hundred dollars a gram <laughs> for your stamp no i don't <laughs> that's retarded that's what their taxes there uh, talking about the mob thing nicole nanya says nope they sent them to us in youngstown it's alive and well out here and uh, your eye says i'd rather pay a little more for legal pot than illegal mob s yeah so, yeah the swag's not happy. No. People need to figure that out, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. If your weed has seeds in it, we don't want it. No. That's plain and simple. No males. If you want to ask yourself, what kind of weed would they want? If, it, if you look at it and it has seeds, that's the kind of weed that we don't. Yeah. Ever. 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 Crappy looking weeds. Icky. Ever. Icky, so. icky. Well, good luck, uh, Jersey. Good luck with that. So, you can do it. Talking about the whole tax thing, I found an article in the 420 Times here that's all about, you know, will will marijuana be taxed to death? Will we kill weed with how much we tax it? Um, 
says an article posted on theprovince.com this morning brings up an interesting point, although it doesn't do it until the last paragraph. <laughs> if mar- <laughs> dig sick burn, bro. Wow. Uh, if marijuana is legalized, will it be, quote, taxed to death in the same fashion as tobacco? Uh, what do I think? I favor Prop 19. I think it's high time we stop treating pot as a special weed and start taxing it to death like tobacco. That's what the guy said. He says, I'm not sure if this is the author's tongue-in-cheek way of saying he's against cannabis, so let's tax it to death like we are tobacco, or if he just thinks tobacco users have been screwed for so long, it's now marijuana users' turn. Well, what if you We've smoke- already been getting screwed! What if you smoke weed and tobacco? You're just super double-screwed? Apparently. That's BS, man. Yeah, it is. I don't want to get super double-screwed by marijuana and tobacco. You think they they get you in the middle and they just do the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> marijuana and tobacco just Eiffel Tower in it and you're in the middle like, oh, I'm just sad. Just wait until Philip Morris starts growing marijuana. Wait till they start using little underage Russian children to do it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they got... Well, it wasn't Russian children, but they got in trouble for that. We talked about it on the other show. Yeah. You're just... Uh, Dana said her cigarettes tasted a little better after reading that. <laughs> She's kind of a cold bee. Um, it's true, he says, that the government does like to tax. Local, state, and federal government all need money. And, of course, who do they get it from? Us. And it's also true that the taxes on tobacco are nearing ridiculous proportions. Uh, I'd say we were nearing them like four years ago. We are well past the ridiculous proportions point. Uh, Far beyond. Far beyond. That's retarded. I started smoking the Rollies like Bally Shag because it was like three bucks a bag. And then and then the, the tobacco companies were like, everyone's starting to roll their own. Let's tax them this time. And, and they were like, hey, yeah, let's do that. We'll tax them. And now... Ten bucks a bag. Thanks, PM. Holy Philip crap. Morris, you bees. <laughs> it's not fair, I say. I work. I put in the work. I didn't use your Chinese sweatshop to roll my cigarettes. I did it myself. Nicole Nunya says, but if you manage to grow your own, they'll never know. It's not been taxed. No. Can't as easily grow your own tobacco. I don't that wanna... is one reason why it has been so hard right. to reverse the prohibition is because people can grow it. So how can how can they ensure everyone's paying their taxes? Off? I don't want to grow tobacco. I really don't even want to grow weed unless it's my job. Then OK. But other than that, I don't want to. So. And that's. Have you ever grown tobacco? No. I, I don't think it's like plant a seed and it grows and you cut it down and you roll it up roll and smoke it. Up and smoke it. Yeah. it. Yeah. I don't think it's there's that a easy. process. Right. And then I think the cigarette companies even you take gotta it through like, a few more where you, they add the formaldehyde. Right. You got to spray stuff. it with your car's exhaust yeah. for like five minutes on high. Uh, they say that. The it's also true that the taxes on tobacco are out of control, and the main difference is the marijuana black market. There isn't much of a black market for tobacco. I guess going to a drug dealer to buy something you can legally, even if it's more expensive, is not something most cigarette smokers would consider. You wouldn't, like, if your friend was like, yo, dog, I got these black market Mavericks. I got them for, like, half the price. Yo, dog, no tax here. Tax-free, duty-free. I'm a duty-free dog. dog. Duty-free. Duty-free. 
would you go or would, you would just go to the freaking 7-Eleven and be like, give me a pack of Camel Lights and be done with it. I'm not, you're going to go and meet your buddy. He's going to be like, okay, dog, yo, wait here. I got to go meet a guy and then he's got to go meet a guy and then we got to go and, and get your, your wait an hour. Wait here for an right. hour. Yeah. I'll, I'll be right back with your money and or your product. I'm a procurer. Yeah. Uh, there isn't much of one for tobacco. I guess going to a drug dealer to buy something you can legally, uh, even if it's more expensive, is not something most would do. Marijuana users, on the other hand, are used to the illicit side of the plant. If marijuana were to be legalized and taxes drove the price back up to current levels, most would return to their dealers and undercut the IRS. Probably, yeah. Uh, duh. Uh-huh. You're lucky we can't do that with everything else you ridiculously overtax. You're so lucky. Yeah. You're... Government, you are so lucky you're still in business right now. If if I tried to open up a business and I followed the government's like ethical and moral decision making, you'd be past, in prison. I'd be in freaking hell right now. Okay, I would be like World War Three apocalypse torture hell. It's it's horrible just how bad it how bad the government is. It's scary. What the f government? Why know, are you so right? bad? It's power. I think they're on the S list. They are on the S list. I think they are the S list. Uh, the temptation to continually raise taxes on cannabis will be great, but the government must be careful of reviving the black market we are trying to eliminate. Well, you know, they could also grow hemp and use a bunch of that to help take care of some of them other problems. Right. And the seeds and oils. and I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. It's like it is. It's a legit agricultural industry or you know, industrial or whatever you're going to use it for. So there's part of this uh, article. It says cannabis culture chief Jody Emery, wife of Mark Emery, told me Thursday that proposed legislation is contentious, even among California growers. Some fear passage of the initiative on the November 2nd California statewide ballot will cut into their profits or even drive them out of business. Uh, Quote, the price of marijuana is going to drop drastically if it's available in a legal market and people are allowed to buy it and grow it themselves legally. Uh, noted Emery, whose husband is uh, in a federal prison in Seattle because the U.S. government is a bunch of D-bags. He sold seeds. Right. So and then the, the gentleman here goes on to address uh, the problem he addressed yesterday that growers and dispensary owners who enjoy a restricted market for their product, worried that an open market will ruin their business. Is legitimate concern. After all, these people need to live to and feed their families. Yes, caller, you're live on the Hotbox. What's up? Hey, it's Nicole. Oh, what's up, Nicole? I have an idea. Oh, please. Nothing. A word. Well, they could do kind of a compromise between taxing cigarettes and legalizing it in general and do something kind of like... um, cars where you have to go every year and renew your plates every four years you have to renew your license sure so every year you have to get your yes i'm legal to smoke marijuana card and you know make that 50 100 bucks and that way they can keep the taxes low and the free market going with the actual product right but still make some money so i would be more than happy <clears throat> to donate 50 bucks every year if I could go and smoke weed wherever the hell I wanted and go into shops and chill and smoke it and do pretty much whatever I wanted. I would t- I would give you 100 bucks a year 
uh, max. Absolutely. Why and not? I think a lot of people would. And so multiply that by however many people, a whole bunch, you know, let's Well, say there's 15,000 in Montana that have their cards. Right. So say even 10,000 of those do it times a year times, you know, 1500 That's $100,000. That's a grip of cash. Yeah. A grip yeah. of cash. That's a lot of money. Well, and there you we just, go. You have to have that card on you to buy it and, you know, to prove that. Sure, don't make you're me fake. Don't make me fake some BS doctor thing so that I can get my card. Just give me my stupid it's card. It's like having a driver's again. license when you For turn real. 21 exactly. to buy alcohol. It'll just be your pot license. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm I'm licensed to get the pictures raised. on those would be way better. I oh, yeah. oh yeah, totally, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. The little the red eyes and everything. <laughs> Couple peace signs. Yep. Right on. <laughs> well, thanks, Nicole. You totally saw. It. Let's Absolutely. do that. Let me know when you're done with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Her voice is so hot. I'm sorry. I have to say that. I know you love it every time um, she calls. All I can say to those growers and dispensary owners is begin making backup plans, including ways to get into the legal cannabis business. Marijuana legalization will happen sooner than later. The costs of marijuana prohibition are just too high for us to pay anymore. It must end, and 2010 is the beginning of its end. Joe Claire. I hope it's the beginning and the end of prohibition. It should be. Marijuana prohibition is uh, not good, obviously. No Where has it gotten us? Well, it's uh, it's packed our jails ridiculously. It's cost us lots of money. Oh, what are you doing, Skype? Uh-oh. I'm sorry. Who are you calling? I don't know, but I hope they don't call back. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what's up in New Mexico? They're uh, they running out of weed down there. <laughs> they are. It's kind of funny because I never thought I'd see an article where they actually like say that some that like a state is running out of weed. But <laughs> um, headline: New Mexico runs out of weed. All right. So, um, wouldn't that just make everyone that had a bunch of weed to sell be like, "Yo, road trip, we're going to New Mexico." I know this is like asking for overstate, you know, transportation of drugs. I think almost in a way, but they are making a good point about certain states' laws because this um, the story goes to say Len Goodman can't grow enough marijuana to keep up with demand. He is just one of eleven growers approved by New Mexico to produce pot for all of the state's 2,000 registered medical marijuana patients. What's up, dude? Get up on your game. You could be making a mint here. You shouldn't be running out. What the? He's growing it as fast and as much as he can, but every time he harvests, he ends up being sold out within 24 hours. You know what that means, then. Harvest more. They're, they're doing what they can, but New Mexico hire Mexicans. New Mexico it's their has to register everybody we, who grows there. We gave New Mexico back to the Mexicans, right? No, In we the kept other episode. It. Oh yeah, did, I'm pretty sure we did. did. We? Yeah. Oh, I think we might have. Maybe hire, hire them and show show the Mexicans how to grow good pot. My memory isn't always. They that, grow like, so sharp. much weed, but it's all crap. This guy and his 11 growers should show all of the Mexican growers how to grow good pot. Problem solved. You're welcome. We solved a lot of problems today. I feel really positive about that. I know. I really feel positive. I feel like we are definitely making some headway in the world. So is this problem because 
there's not enough people that are licensed to do well, it or because they won't let people get licensed to do it. New Mexico has been so cautious in licensing and regulating growers under its three-year-old medical marijuana law that the right. small number of providers can't grow enough, creating a shortage that has forced patients to go to the streets to find it. Interesting. Where the Mexicans happily sell it to them. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. But See, all you got to do is show them. That, that, that's all you got to do. Basically, they the growers are limited to 95 plants and seedlings. So that is 95 plants total that they can have. Between all of them? Uh, no, for each of them. Okay. Right? Right. But you figure... That's 95 only 1,000 plants. A little less than 1,000 plants. Yeah, for 2,000 patients. For a whole state? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's not nice. No, see, that's where the problem is. So the what do, fix the, it. What's the problem? The state is trying to be like this role model this for the rest simple, of the United States. This is a basic, simple supply-demand problem. You cannot keep up with the demand, so uh, to fix this problem, you need to increase production, uh, increase efficiency, and uh, show the Mexicans how to grow good pot. Problem solved. <laughs> Well, Let me know when it's done. Good job. Thank you. Let me know when it's done. I think that New Mexico just needs to calm down on regulating everything. Right. Ease I mean, up. Yeah, they're, they are really going overboard a little bit on this. Chuck's Pants says the cardholders there need to let them know they will move if it doesn't improve. That's right. Which would work, but side. I can also see their response. Well, we we don't <laughs> have to let here, you have it. You're here illegally. Move then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And then the Mexicans are like, no, it was given back to us because we are the majority now. So, uh. <laughs> well, is there anything else we need to know about this? Is there any... Well, I no, I mean that that's basically the story is that's just that the I problem? mean there's there's 11, 11 growers for the whole state. Right. So if you're not a part of the problem, you need to be a part of the solution. Yeah, but are they really going to try to find a solution to this honestly? No, they, they don't care. They're No, they don't. Right. So so, so the growers need to get together and just grow more weed. Yeah. Step up your game, guys. That's all. And then well, they start losing all the growers. <laughs> right. Or just move. I mean, we did give New Mexico back to the Mexicans. So Yeah, and if we did it, then it's it's actually happening. It is law, actually. By the power vested in me. Uh, so we got an email about our September 18th thing. It says, uh, for this thing you're planning in September, what kind of vendors are you looking for? My husband and I are in the process of opening up a head shop uh, here. We, we would like some more info on this. Are you looking for accessories and that as well? Uh, A-N-S-T. Thank you. What are we looking for? What, Everything. What is the vision of this? Fire jugglers and clowns and dudes on stilts. And sure, if they show up, we that'll have just a make it fun. burlesque show? Probably not. Okay. I had to ask. I know. Well, I mean, I'm sure that there'll be some, like, you know, girls walking around juggle. looking cute. I, but well, right. But we're not talking, like, full-on stage show. No. Like, duh, duh, we're just talking duh, girls duh, walking duh, around duh, looking cute. Duh, duh, like, okay. in day-to-day life, as some do. I can juggle. Some just I have the natural light, ability. I could probably light stuff on fire and juggle. 
I've never done it, but I bet I could. I think that maybe you should concentrate on us do doing that. the show and stuff. <laughs> well, I'm going to do that. I'll juggle while I do the show. <laughs> That's what's And then going I'll be down. looking for a new co-host. <laughs> right. Matt's in the ER burn unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much, I mean, what if you have Marijuana stuff. stuff. If, check this out. If you want to sell some stuff, come to our thing. We'll sell it for you. Well, I mean, I've talked to people who are going to have, like, growing pots, lights. Right. Anything related to this. Yeah. And if somebody can bring me a new tobacco tin, I would greatly appreciate it. Preferably one of those black ones with the mushroom on front. I like those. I've had this one for, like, years, and it is about dead. So, hotboxpodcast.com slash P.O. Box is where you should send that to. To, to that that address on the internet, right? They can ship the it right PO there. box, yeah. Three six five two Cal, but Montana five double nine three. That one. Oh, okay, that one. So mm. and then, I think we're gonna do the booths about twenty dollars each, which I think is really reasonable considering thirty dollars. I mean, twenty. You do it for thirty dollars, and then meet them at twenty five, and they feel good because they got a deal, and you feel good because you got five more bucks, and that times however many tables is gonna be a little extra spending cash. For me. Um, and and you. <laughs> when we go to Hempfest. We need spending cash for Hempfest. Do any of you guys want to go to Hempfest? We're totally going to try and go. Are we going? I think we should. I think we definitely should go there and represent. And I just... The one time I went, I was doing some like digital computer stuff for one of the ladies that ran this magazine thing. And we were you know, introduced to a bunch of cool people there and I got a hold of her and she's still doing stuff. She actually does a newspaper that is pretty much all over the place and Mm-hmm. I the stuff, West Coast so. Leaf. I think if we go there we can go and hang out and party with all those guys again and it would be totally awesome. We'll have stuff for the show. Yeah. Totally. Yay. So yeah, that is um it's the same time as the fair here. Uh huh. August eighteenth. I want to say about then. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I got two days of vacay left, so I think we should totally do that for the show. It'd be great. Word. Um, um, I, any announcements? I am still trying to get miss high times. Oh, and so to motivate you all to vote for her for that, hotboxpodcast.com slash picks. We took some picks while she was making the banners and stuff and some picks of us at the shop and everything. So, Check those out and then give her votes. Yes. Well, the votes on Miss High Times, you have to go to www.misshightimes.com slash users slash M-Z-C-A-N-N-A-B-A-B-E. Right. And we'll put that on the site. Yeah. Because I'm surprised I even said that all. That's impressive that you know that. I know. All right. So... Anything else? How's the shop? The good? shop's going good. good. Yeah. I mean, things are really, really going great. And when of course, does mine open? <laughs> soon, Grasshopper. Awesome. Awesome. 
Um, and then also, I am writing a oh, I'm writing a story about veterans for Montana Connect magazine. Oh, yeah, we talked so, about that last episode about what was happening with yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Veterans can't so get. if anybody knows anybody who is a veteran that's currently using medical marijuana that is willing to just tell me their story, their name won't be used in the article at all. Just their story and how medical marijuana has helped them. And and how they feel about how they're being treated because they can lose their benefits if their doctors find out they're using marijuana to deal with. And that's messed up because some yeah. of those guys, like, that's all they have. That's their life pretty much. So if well, they lose that, that's... Yeah, know. I mean, the, I mean, people went to Vietnam and some of those people were drafted. They didn't even volunteer to go there. Yeah, totally. They had to see the crazy crap that happened and come back. And now because they're going to use medical marijuana to help sleep through the night and deal with it, they're going to lose all of their medical benefits all of their military benefits everything they got for going over there <laughs> burger says if the video was at shop it looked more professional than my doctor's office i know right we that's also, how i roll did I, did I mention that at the beginning of the show we we made the first video to the yeah we talked team. about right. that of course we did is yeah. what i meant to say uh so yeah you can check that out at yes, hotboxpodcast.com slash youtube that's the doctor's office in my clinic pretty slick i know right that's how i roll Yay. Nice. Professional. So, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank all of you. Thank you. And uh, info at hotboxpodcast.com, 406-204-4687. Leave a message. Join us on Facebook. And Twitter. And Twitter. And YouTube now. And YouTube. That's right. We did that today, too. And if you want to text me, 406-8418-6. Word <laughs> to that. Word. And uh, we'll see you Tuesday. Tuesday at 8, Mountain, and all those other time zones. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. Goodbye. Word. Bye. If you like, you like, this is where you need to be. If you like, we, this is where you need to be. If you like, this is where you need to be.